are the fuck? Fear is not a factor for you. This is where we're going to learn who will be the ultimate survivor. So with your permission, I'd like to take this guy on the boat, and then once he's trapped at sea, teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Can't we just stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. All right. Welcome to Confession Cam, a podcast about reality TV. I'm John. I'm Hunter. And I'm Daisy. How y'all been? It's been a few weeks. Yeah, I've been I've been busy. Yeah, same. Real busy. Same. And I'm just I'm about to get even busier because October is uh looking real busy for me. So uh, I'll still have time to do this though. Don't I'm not I'm not going anywhere. Um if I got time for anything, I've got time for confession cam. Same, yeah. This is this is my top priority in life right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're starting a new uh, a new series. Um, we kind of we almost did like a little mini series on wife swap there, um, but I like the idea of doing um, one off episodes in between each series. It's each series, so maybe we'll do that. Even if we don't do three of the uh, same ep- three episodes, maybe yeah, even just one of like a one of those shows that's just a one off. So. Feel free to give us a call, leave us a voicemail on whether or not you like that. Yeah. Like the single shows or the, the series. Is, is... I, I like mixing it up a little bit, but yeah, let us know. Um, and if you tried to call last week, we got just a dead air voicemail. So Try again. Yeah. Try try again from someone else's phone. If you're phone spam phone. calling us, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Cut think, it out. I think someone was just inquiring to buy the confession cam house. <laughs> <laughs> the cam house yeah um check us on zillow Z- Zill- zillow yeah that's right um so we're starting the osbournes this week um i have mixed feelings about this show <laughs> but i want to i want to hear what y'all think about it before i share my feelings um we're starting with season one uh, which premiered in 2002, and according to Wikipedia, at the time it was the most viewed series ever on MTV. I doubt that's still the case. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing Jersey Shore probably surpassed oh, yeah. it, um, but at least in 2002, it was the most viewed uh, MTV series of all time. Um, what do you, Hunter? You want to go first and kind of share your initial thoughts, and then Daisy, and then I'll I'll share my thoughts. Sure. Um, I will say. Uh... First of all, my first big takeaway is I think this is the closest to reality of any show we've actually watched. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like there's producers manipulating what's going on. There's It, it specifically doesn't feel like e- each episode has a plot or anything like that. It's just kind of like slice of life television show, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But I also don't like, and then a lot of it is incredibly uninteresting. <laughs> Um, we'll get into it more, I suppose, when we talk about the first episode, but it's so far, it's been a combination of two of my least favorite things in the world, which is small dogs and children arguing. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And Ozzy's just kind of, I would, he's like physically present and half mentally present the whole time. So I don't know if they put the gas on or what, but (laughs) I don't know what's. Well, we'll get to, we'll we'll get to Ozzy in a minute here, but uh, Daisy, what are your initial thoughts? Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a weird comparison here. Uh, I don't know if you guys are Under Oath fans. I know I know John. I definitely was at one point. Dabbled. Yeah, <laughs> um, I but, was too cool to listen to Under Oath. Oh, I like bands yeah. like No. Oh, good for you. 
Hunter, I, I'm embarrassed to say publicly that I like no effects though. So I I'm looking right now, Hunter, at your guitar that has a no effects, a homemade <laughs> no effects sticker on it. Oh, that's not homemade. What I used to do with my stickers is I would just cut out the white space oh. so that it would wouldn't take up as much room. Nice. But yeah, one of my guitars is covered in old band yeah. stickers. A lot of ska bands. <laughs> we all have Hell bands yeah. from high school we're embarrassed about. But uh, yeah, Under Oath. Okay. Uh, so, like, Under Oath has had like a very long history, right? There's like the modern Under Oath, which bears little resemblance to like original Under Oath, which like the first album is mm-hmm. about like it's like extremely Christian, and there's like an anti-abortion song, and there's mm-hmm. like one song that has like an interlude. I, <laughs> I'll just, uh, yeah, we might cut this, but there's an interlude where the singer's like. Jesus Christ, I love you. We're definitely not not cutting it. <laughs> and uh, they've come a long way because now they've learned how to cuss. Yeah, they're. I I don't think they're Christian at all, or at least they're at least they cuss. So <laughs> there's that. Um, anyway, can I can I say can I just interlude yeah. real quick? We you and I saw Under Oath. Yes. Well, we caught but... like the tail end of their set. <laughs> we saw like one song. We saw them open for Corn. Corn was great, by the Korn way. Corn was amazing. Um. Really was not expecting corn to be that good. I think that Allison Chains was there too. They were really good. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, they were there. Um, that like really put me on to Allison. And Spencer, the lead singer of Under Oath, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> he he reminded me. Have you? I don't know if either of you have seen iRobot with Will Smith, where he where he uh, where Shia LaBeouf is like saying a bunch of cuss words, and <laughs> and Will Smith is like. Shia LaBeouf, stop cussing. You're not good at it. That was what I thought when I saw Under Oath because the whole time Spencer was like, what the fuck is up, you crazy motherfuckers? We're fucking Under Oath from fucking Florida. Like, it's like he was really, he was doing his uh, his Miley twerking at the VMAs thing. Like he was, he was trying to, you know, close the, close the curtain on the Christian era of Under Oath, but it. It felt very like uh, like he just learned that word. <laughs> he but didn't it, even change it up. He was just, just like trying it on. reeling to fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, sorry. What, sorry for that little detour. What are you saying? <laughs> well, basically, this feels like the first Under Oath album, whereas like the Kardashians is like the last Under Oath album. Mm-hmm. Where there there's not much resemblance there. The production value has obviously uh, increased uh, excessively. Or, uh, exponentially mm-hmm. and then you know there's some hits in the middle jersey shore uh uh oh you mean if we're talking about like lost in the sound of separation like reality like reality tv yes yeah okay the, i see what you're saying yeah 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 so it just it, it feels so primitive and uh very raw raw yeah what was what was the first reality tv show was this one of the i mean this was pro- certainly one of the first of its style but it probably was the first one I knew about. Uh, we're all doing our research <laughs> here. I mean, it looks like there's reality shows all the way back to like the 80s and 90s. I mean, by this point, we already had like Survivor and stuff. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah. Candid Camera. Oh, yeah. That was kind of like <clears throat> Candid Candra's, can, Candid Camera is interesting because it's kind of like what a lot of YouTube prank channels are now. Mm. Where they just like hide a camera and do something shitty to someone in public, and then like you're on candid camera. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh my god. Also, I, I mean, America's Funniest Home Videos. That's not exactly a reality TV show, but it's kind of adjacent. Yeah, I feel like. Um. So I mean, 
it's not the first reality show, but it's maybe the first of its kind, potentially, as far as like a show that just follows a family around. Yeah, like I mean, famous people. Yeah, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I think, came out a couple years later. Um, yeah, it feels like Osborne's Jersey Shore Kardashians are all kind of like in this same genre of like, look at these fucking weirdos. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's not even really accurate because I don't think Wife Swap falls into the same category. I don't know. Yeah, I think this is the first. I went through a list. This is like the first uh, celebrity reality okay. TV show. There was one where like they had people like surprise to called Fanatic on MTV, where they like tricked fans into meeting their idols. And they got to <laughs> hang out. That that's sounds like cool. kind of fun, but it's way different. It's way more wholesome than anything anyone's doing now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll share my thoughts. So I I like the Osbournes, the family, based on the two episodes I've seen. I don't think I like the Osbournes, the show. <laughs> so like, I, I find the family very charismatic and funny and uh, not Ozzy so much, but the, we'll get into the cast here in a minute. But um, I, I fucking love Kelly. I think Kelly's... Um, Kelly rocks. Um, but... Be, the problem for me is it, Hunter you kind of alluded to it there's no plot like this mm-hmm. show doesn't have like an underlying you know story that drives each episode like most of the other reality shows we've covered and that's really fucking with me here um, it, it makes it hard to even uh, take notes on what's happening because it, it feels like it's just a collection of random situations yeah. um, it, it kind of I don't. I hated Sesame Street when I was a kid <laughs> Because Sesame Street would just bounce around from like one thing to an- another. That's why I loved Sesame Street. See, as a I, kid. I liked every other show on PBS That's funny. except Sesame Street. You and were the, Caillou kid. Uh, uh, <laughs> Caillou was a little after my time. Oh. I was a. Uh, uh, I liked Mr. Rogers and the Magic School mm-hmm. Bus and Arthur, um, but not Sesame Street because it was. Maybe I just don't have enough ADD for Sesame Street, I John's guess. John's taking a stance here. Fuck Sesame Street. Yeah. Call us and argue. <laughs> um, and this show kind of reminds me of that a little bit in that there's no, it, you know, just when I start to get invested in whatever's going on, it just bounces to something else mm-hmm. with, with no resolution whatsoever. And so even though I like some of the cast of characters that we've got here, um, I don't really like the format of the show at all. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I would say the first episode is definitely, I think the plot, quote unquote, is supposed to be them moving into the house, mm-hmm. but like- The episode so much, is called, There Goes the Neighborhood. <laughs> there's so much else going on that like, eh. Right. It, and then the second episode is kind of about the dogs. We'll, we'll talk about the episodes, yeah. but yeah, they, they it seems like they're trying to theme them, but- Yeah, but there's just not much of, of one. Um, why, don't we, why don't we introduce the characters of this show? Um, so first we've got Ozzy. I don't, I guess I don't know a ton about Ozzy. I should have looked into more of him before, uh, looked up more about him before we did this, but I'm guessing he did a lot of drugs back in the day, right? Because. Yeah. He's, I think he's specifically known for being yeah. a party guy. Is I, that why he's, I don't want to make any assumptions here, but the guy seems kind of fried. He is kind yeah. of like not fried in the sense that I'm not saying he seems like he's high, just like maybe he's done so many drugs yeah. that he's maybe not all there. I think that's yeah. I think that's the the vibe. Yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe he's playing it up a little bit, like more recently. But in this early version of the show, it definitely seems like he's just kind of half 
there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost he seems like a corpse a little bit. Um, he's kind of funny sometimes, and he clearly loves his family, which is endearing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but he's also very hard to understand. Yeah, sometimes I, I, there's, this is there were moments a where subtitle I could, show. Yeah, yeah, there were moments when I could not understand what the fuck he was mm-hmm. saying. Um, Sharon, Sharon's kind of the glue that holds the family together. Definitely. I like Sharon. Kelly, Kelly rocks in my opinion. Uh, she's just like a rebellious teen. Also, I I followed Kelly on Instagram. She she glowed up big time. She's really? she's a very very beautiful woman. I um, uh, I think Kelly's annoying, but I also Kelly's the only one that I really had any sort of backstory on. Which is, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but she was on like the Today Show or something, and she says like something just so casually racist on there and that's like the only thing i knew about her going into this i was not aware of that when was this oh probably at least 10 years ago oh okay i was gonna say i find well we haven't gotten to him yet but i find both the kids annoying in the way that dealing with early teenagers is always annoying yeah i mean i think that's what i'm annoyed about is they're just annoying ass teenagers (laughs) I don't know. I think they're funny. I mean, you you said you didn't like their uh, their fighting, but I thought even their fighting was kind of kind of funny. Um, it's endearing, and uh, I've had siblings before, and yeah. I've been there kind of way. But I don't know if I find it entertaining to watch constantly. Like I can relate to it, but that doesn't mean I want to watch a season of it. Sure. Um, and then and then we got Jack, who's uh, you know. He's just kind of a I don't know normal teenager I guess he's into he's into the type of stuff white teenage boys were into in the two thousands. Yeah, so he likes Tool. He likes uh, you know loud music, the History Channel. That's a little that's a little strange. Yeah, he's guns, really into guns yeah. and I, and military shit. He likes wearing military shit. Too. Yeah, um, definitely like the kind of stuff that would be uh, red flaggy in in the modern era, but it, it feels a lot more innocent in 2002. Completely agree, yeah. I mean, that was when, like, you were, I think, maybe even before, like, Call of Duty was, like, you get the special edition that comes with the C4 RC <laughs> yeah. car, like, the um, night vision goggles, like, you should just get that shit as, like, a pre-order bonus with video games. Not high quality, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it was kind of that era where it's just, like, you know, boys will dress up like soldiers. And, yeah. Except he's got, his parents have enough money that he's got like real military helmets <laughs> yeah. and like bullet pouches and stuff, which does make it a little more disconcerting when he's yeah. running around with a knife trying to find their cat. Yeah. Well, he, I think he's, he's running around with a knife trying to attach it to the gun. Yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, very concerning. Um, But I don't know. It seems like a, you know, just a normal crazy teenager and then I, wrote, I also wrote down michael the security guard he's uh he specifically says uh i have fun over here he seems like he's homies with the family oh yeah i like the security guard he seemed like a nice guy but i will say they say that he's like friends and he has fun with them and then it cuts to like ozzy losing his mind watching his appearance on the jay leno show and while the security miserable. card looks bored out of his mind yeah. like they forced him to sit there <laughs> yeah. well he he was enjoying the jay leno show until Ozzy's performance came on and then he looked miserable. <laughs> so I think it's just not his kind of music. Maybe, um, maybe. And then 
I didn't catch her name, but there, there's a woman who's always around. I don't know if she's Jack's babysitter or what. So I don't know if it's Ozzy's or Sharon's sister, but at one point Ozzy tells Jack to like go talk to your aunt, go oh, ask your aunt. Okay. So I was, I'm guessing that that woman who's walking around and was like getting telling Jack like you can't watch movies about smoking weed. Um, yeah, that woman. That's I think that's I think that's their aunt, although I don't know who she's related to. There's also a third child. There's an older sister. You see her in some shots. She's blonde. Wait. And she specifically didn't want to be on the show, but she That's like their just, sister. I'm pretty sure there's a third. They have That's a third child who just. Ref- she, I think she's the oldest and didn't want to be on MTV. Interesting. You're right, Amy Osborne. Yeah, there she is. Um, Damn, no photo on her Wikipedia page. I did not notice that either. That's that's kind of weird because I got the impression that Jack didn't really want to be on this show either. He seems uh, very uncomfortable with fame. So it's interesting that they uh, they let Amy just not be on the show but made Jack do it. All right, do we want to get into the recap as best we can? I mean, this I feel like this show is going to be difficult to recap because it just bounces around <laughs> so much. Yeah. But... Um, Let's just talk about what the highlights were uh, for us. Um, they're moving into their new house, and we get the clever, you know, the rule of three comedy trick where the camera pans to boxes labeled pots and pans, linens, and then the bottom one says devil's heads. Uh, we also see boxes labeled devil, uh, dead things, um, and they're covering the the house with crucifixes. Um, I like this. This is fun. Fun fun little goth uh yeah, I, moments. I can imagine that, like, in 2002, this was, like, so much more shocking, too. Like, it was like, oh, these people are freaking weird. Yeah, right. But it is, like, pretty normal stuff um, by today's standard. And also, like, she talks about, like, oh, we have crosses everywhere. Yeah, crucifixes, like, weird. yeah. And it's like, I think that's one thing a lot of people who don't realize is that a lot of... I think all the members of Black Sabbath were like Catholic. A lot of what they were writing oh, really? about was like Catholic. I don't. Th- I think they are religious. I don't know I if they are by like, the time this show. I is, thought it was like a satanic thing. No, I mean they sing about like demons and stuff, but it's all like from Catholic belief. Oh, was my man. understanding. That's a bummer. That makes that makes Ozzy way less cool. So are they they're pro Catholicism or are they just? Uh, th- this was like I mean you gotta think of when Black Sabbath came out. I don't know if those beliefs translated all the way to two thousand two, but yeah. I'm just saying I know a lot of their inspiration and a lot of those early metal bands were religious and they were just thinking about like the darker parts of the Bible. I'm gonna have uh, to do a deep dive on the uh, Black Sabbath. I'm not a huge Black Sabbath head. I know that's uh, that some people might not be too happy no, to I'm hear not that but i've tried to get i've given them a chance multiple times just because i know they're an important band so i've tried to like listen to it enough to get it and i just never get it maybe my snobby opinion but when i was kind of getting into the music scene there was a big resurgence of like stoner metal mm-hmm. which is basically bands doing the same shtick but better mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like i've seen bands that i think write more interesting music than black sabbath play in my friend's basement agreed so yeah. it's kind of like going back to some of the simpler stuff is just like meh yeah agreed i can definitely see why they're important but i like crazy train i don't like the jazz rendition of crazy train that's the <laughs> intro for this show but i like crazy train oh that's what this is yeah 
God, I feel so dumb. I didn't even <laughs> pick up on that. <laughs> um, that's funny. Okay, uh, next we got a little bit about Ozzy trying to figure out how to work the TV. Um, it's got it's like this very, like maybe the very first touch screen ever. Yeah. Um, and he can't figure it out at all, so he hollers at Jack to figure it out for him. Jack figures it out pretty easily and puts on the History Channel, which they both seem to like a lot. <laughs> at least um, the way they show it, it looks like Ozzy cannot figure it out, and then Jack shows up and just immediately presses like two buttons yeah. and it's working. This part, I get what you're saying, Hunter, about how this show feels less manufactured, but this part maybe felt a little manufactured. Yeah. Might just be the way they're editing it, but... yeah. Um, Ozzy has to go on the Jay Leno show. I fucking hate Jay Leno. Um, yeah, fuck Jay Leno. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else to be said about yeah. that. He sucks. Um, <laughs> even on this show, he kind of sucks. He he comes in while uh, Ozzy's uh in doing hair and makeup, um to to go on the show, and and Jay just like starts asking him to sign shit yeah. for his relatives. <laughs> yeah, I... he's like, my nephew's a big fan. Can you write uh to Robert? Stay cool. Like he gives him a whole thing to write and everything. Yeah, I just you think someone that famous would have better manners would not be so annoying yeah also like i don't know if you want a good uh just see watch someone fucking tear jay leno down i know it's not the coolest guy in the world but look up uh jimmy kimmel jay leno it was so jay (laughs) leno had retired and then uh they were gonna hand the tonight show over to conan o'brien and then last minute, Jay Leno decided to come back, take the show away from Conan, and then give it to Jimmy Kimmel instead a couple years later. Or not Jimmy Kimmel, to uh, Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. a couple of years later. So they have, he has um, him on, and he asks him a bunch of questions, and he's just destroying Jay Leno the <laughs> whole time, just like shit talking him. I saw that. It was a very, very rare Jimmy Kimmel W. Um, side note, there's a YouTube channel I follow called Fanboy Films that just talks about late night wars. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty interesting sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about the Jimmy or the, about the Jay Leno stuff. Oh, um, Ozzy, before the, uh, before the show, Ozzy's like shaking hands with a cop. I'm like, damn, dude. On the cops telling him, it's like, I saw you guys in 71 with. Some weird, it was a really weird band. It was at the forum, Grand Funk Railroad, yeah, maybe? Grand, yeah, that sounds right, which is like a weird combo, just yeah, Grand Funk and Black Sabbath. But I'm just like, damn, Ozzy is not for the people. <laughs> um, the uh, so the security, uh, okay, we already kind of talked about this, but the security guard joins Ozzy to watch the Jay Leno show. They both seem to love Jay Leno, they're laughing at every joke. Um, which but, is a bad sign. Yeah, their character. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> um, but then when when uh when Ozzy's performance comes on, Michael, the security guard, just looks absolutely miserable. He does not <laughs> like this music at all. Um, Ozzy also looks absolutely miserable. That's true. He's kind of like singing along with his own song a little bit, though. I don't know if yeah, you noticed. He's doing his, that. His mouth is like barely moving, but moving a little bit along with the lyrics. He's doing that and then giving him like headache, like, oh my God, rubbing his head. <laughs> like, it seems like the most middle of the road Ozzy Osbourne performance. Like, I've mm-hmm. s- seen videos passed around as a joke of much worse than that. Yeah. So. I actually thought this was a very sympathetic moment for me where like, 
Ozzy is like feeling self-conscious and like, mm-hmm. you know, nervous watching himself perform. I don't know. I thought that was actually kind of tender. Well, Sharon does say that he uh, he gets very anxious mm-hmm. for performing, and uh, he didn't want to do the Jay Leno show because it's uh, too mainstream, her words. Which, fair, I mean, yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't have. But, uh, it, I don't know. He's pretty mainstream at that point, though. Yeah, exactly. It's like, isn't Black Sabbath one of the most famous bands of all time? Like, Jay Leno's too mainstream for you? I mean, look at the house they're buying. They can't exactly be too underground. Yeah. Right. They can afford to live like that, and I, I'm assuming, like, somewhere in California. Yeah. I don't know if it's outright stated, but... Yeah, it looks like probably Beverly Hills type of situation. So, um, I mean, there's that. I think it is weird watch. I think that's something a lot of bands like that they get big struggle with though is being like we're like mm-hmm. alternative and different and then like okay now you're the poster boy of corporate rock. Oh yeah. Like I know Kurt Cobain was freaked out about that. Like he mm-hmm. hated how big the band got. Yeah. That's how we ended up with like the Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder what the modern day equivalent of that is because ba- I feel like bands don't get that big as much anymore. Bands, I mean, maybe turnstile, but like they seem to like it. Knocked loose, they seem to like the yeah the big how big they're and the attention they get. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of music there is very clearly like the amount of work now you have to put in to become big. Like it doesn't really happen by accident as much. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like posting on TikTok and making music videos and doing right. like an amount of work where it's like back in the day you could just like oh, everyone really loves this album and everyone's saying, you gotta go check out this Nirvana record. Yeah, I feel like the the type of work was play a fuckload of shows where now it's like TikTok, Instagram, you know. I still feel like if you're like a hardcore band or a punk band and you're trying to get maybe not mainstream but big enough to be able to pay your bills, the the work is still play a whole bunch of shows I mean, and tour a lot. I, I'm not going to name names just because I don't have their permission, but I have some friends who are in some pretty big bands, mm-hmm. and even them, they're not really paying the bills. Like, they still go home and flip burgers and yeah. do, like, normal people work. For sure. And they're, like, internationally touring bands on, like, record labels. So, like, I don't. Yeah. I think there's also just less bands living off of it these days. Yeah, yeah I mean, Spotify barely pays uh, streaming services, and nobody's buying music anymore, so... Uh, I don't know how we got on that, but um, okay, we 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 have a few more. I barely have any notes on either of these episodes, by the way. So this might be a short episode. Um, Kelly and Jack go to a club. Ozzy instructs them not to drink, do drugs, and if they have sex, wear a condom. Wear a condom. Yeah, that is what is very good. <laughs> uh, Kelly leaves the club early because she finds out Jack is talking shit. We barely know anything about this though we just see her leave the, the again there's there's like no story it's like we're just observing things happening yeah we get it's like very strange we get more details about it later it's weird um what was i gonna say like he mentions like oh all, her, all she does is hang out at the mall with her friends i was trying to get her into some clubs you know like mm-hmm. have her have a good night and you don't really see him talk shit till after the whole thing's strange I don't know if it's just death by editor or what, but it's hard to tell what's really going on. Yeah, super hard to tell what's going on. And that's the last note I have. I don't know if either of you have any more notes about this episode, but um, it, it, it was really hard for me to take notes because it just jumps <laughs> around so much. Yeah. 
I was bored this first episode specifically. I was, I was I, more bored with the, the next episode we're talking about. But I had my phone out to take notes, and I'll be honest, I started, like, scrolling, scrolling Discord and stuff, yeah. Like, um, I don't know, there just, like, wasn't too much interesting, and I feel like it didn't do what a lot of even previous reality shows, like, they could have at least given us, like, a very quick, like, here's all the family and their names mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. how they're related to each other, even if we already know. But, like... Yeah, there was not much of an intro. I who's the strange extra woman wandering around? Yeah, I who's... wonder if... um, I mean, I was, I was, like, 11 when this show came out, or 12, so I wasn't really aware of... And I was also very sheltered, mm. so I wasn't super aware of, like, the cultural zeitgeist back then. But did they just expect people to already know enough <laughs> about these people? Like, were they that Maybe famous so. that people just knew about them? I don't... Like, Kelly Osbourne had just released an album around that time, didn't she? I don't know if it was popular or I not. I thought that but... was later, but okay. uh, I could be wrong. I thought... But from my understanding, I thought Ozzy was kind of the only one people knew okay. who they were. Well, and... because one of the episodes I, I watched by accident because I clicked on the wrong one um, and then realized... Uh, that I was taking notes on an episode that we're not even talking about today. But Kelly, it's in the first season. Kelly's getting ready to um, sing at the VMAs. So maybe her. So I was like, album. she's a, she's at least famous enough to be singing at the VMAs this year. So maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is after their first her first album came no, out. No, I think did, I think we watched season two, episode one. I think that's oh, what is that, that was. oh, that's what that was. Okay, so it was around two thousand three then when I her. I think so. Okay, let me look. I have her Wikipedia page up. Let me see if I can find her. Discography. Also, why do they have British accents if they live in California? Well, apparently that's it's not really stated well, but that's the whole point of the show is them moving to America for the first. Oh, gotcha. It's from what I understand because there's talks. I was looking it up, and there's talks about them doing a new series Mm -hmm. uh, because apparently Ozzy and some of the family moved back to the UK, so they're talking about doing a new show of them in the UK. I'm going to close the door real quick. The dog's squeaking toys. Okay. While you're doing that, um, I watched a spinoff show that they did just a couple years ago. Uh, actually, one year ago. I think it came out in 2022. Um, so Jack is into house hunt or into like paranormal like research shit now. Oh, yeah. So so they did this reality show where he's making his family do like paranormal like ghost hunting type shit. Anyway, the only point I'm making here is that uh, Jack barely has a British accent now. Oh, really? It's very, very strange. He uh, he kind of has that, like, I don't know if you've ever listened to Andrew Tate talk, that crazy uh, misogynist guy, yeah. where he sounds kind of like, because he grew up in Indiana and the UK, he has like a fusion accent of both American and British. That's Andrew Tate was, grew up in Indiana? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Either Gary or South Bend. He's yeah, from, that he, sucks. He's from Northern Indiana. I'm I'm ashamed. Yeah, uh, there's quite a few embarrassing people from Indiana, but um, anyway, I'm just saying Jack, uh, Jack is kind of like that now. Like his his the way he talks sounds like a combination of um, Goshen. Oh, Goshen. Okay, that's that's north of here, right? Yeah, I think it's near Chicago. Yeah, it's yeah, in the region does Those... not accept Goshen. Those are insane people live up there. Yeah. It's like half meth and half like insanely like rich families. It's like the people who are who want to live in the suburbs but don't live in like the um Oh, what's that movie that you can't sit with us? 
Mean Girls mean suburbs. Girls. Mean Girls, I think it takes place in the Chicago northern suburbs. Oh. That's like the mega rich of Chicago. But like a lot of those families work in Chicago and just com- commute in or- Because it's just, cheaper. Yeah, yeah, or just weird meth Hoovervilles. Yep. I guess it is closer to uh, South Bend than Chicago, but still, fuck them. Fuck um, entertainment in general. <laughs> of course, but uh, the only point I'm making is that Jack <laughs> Jack kind of has that thing going on where he sounds- he, he, he doesn't have a full British accent. Yeah. It's like, um, whereas everyone else in the family sounds fully British. He's also younger, and I imagine right. more open to growing out of it than the others. That's like, true. Um, yeah, he spent more of his childhood in uh, America mm-hmm. than certainly. I mean, well, Kelly's only a year older, yeah. but whatever. I don't know. Um, I think it also could just be a choice where she chooses to keep sure. her British accent. Like, makes her quirky. Yeah, I have to say I thought they were Australian. <laughs> I guess I, I, sorry to our Australian and British listeners, but I get those accents mixed up all the time too. Well, and his name is Ozzy. To be fair, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oi oi. That's all I have about episode one. Um, if neither of you have anything else, we can take a detour to talk about something way more interesting, which <laughs> is soda. I think it's soda time. My only other note is that this is like Jersey Shore with kids. Yeah, I feel like Jersey Shore had a lot more interesting because the first episode of Jersey Shore, they're all moving into the house and they're all meeting each other is the mm-hmm. first time where this is like they already know each other and they're in the midst of the chaos of moving. And so like, I feel like they're not interested in really doing much of a TV show production either. They're trying to get their house set up, which I think makes it double boring to watch. Yeah, yeah. And like we said earlier, it's the show is expecting us to already know these people. Yeah. Um, which doesn't do it any favors. Daisy, you want to introduce this one? Yeah, we got uh, a Fago Arctic Sun. Um, Second Fago uh, yeah. in- installation from uh, Confession Cam. I wanted to do this this week because uh, I'm seeing ICP in just a few days. Um, so I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. It's at a music festival. So um, you going to go chicken hunt? Who's going chicken hunting? We's going chicken hunting. Uh, I hope they play that. I'm sure they will. I, I'm sure they'll play the hits. That's kind of the thing. Like, I'm like, do I really want to go to like an ICP show where they play like the deep cuts? No, I want to go to the festival. I want to watch them play chicken hunting. I want to watch them play homies. I watch them play what is a juggalo. They got to play homies. Go. Talking about those road dogs of mine. I think uh, Violent J has been freestyling nowadays too. Interesting. He he did a fuck Trump, fuck Biden too freestyle <laughs> that was. And he yeah. also said, neither of you will care about this, but he also said fuck CM Punk, which I appreciated <laughs> as a wrestling fan. Um, I haven't watched wrestling since uh, they stopped letting them do chair shots. Damn. They not, st- they still do them, just not to the head. Oh, see, yeah. I don't know. I have I don't think I've watched wrestling since like two thousand five. Oh, okay. The Xbox 360 era, because I stopped <laughs> buying the games, because I was like, I don't know who these people yeah. are anymore. Uh, I have Backyard Wrestling, uh, which has that's got that's got ICP in it, right? Yeah, I'll have to bring that over sometime. We can play it. Oh hell yeah, that sounds hella fun. Now, Limp Biscuit's not in that, right? He's in uh, the Fight Club game for some reason. <laughs> he's in that. Fred Durst. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's in Backyard Wrestling, but I would have to. Yeah, I think he's in Fight Club and then one of the WWF games. WWE, whatever. Uh, I, John, you might be better at it than me since you actually understand wrestling, but I tried playing backyard wrestling and it, it's like 
It's so hard. Oh, I'm play. terrible at wrestling video games. I'd still be down. Maybe uh, if we ever decide to try like maybe a Twitch stream or something, maybe we could do that. Okay, that'd be fun. Yeah, we should we should stream sometime. Would you Would you guys watch a stream? Give us a call. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, should we? We need to talk about the the packaging, but do you want to take a picture if you don't mind being in it uh, for I, the yeah. for the do gram? You, do I've held one. Yeah. yeah, I'll hold. I should note first of all that as we take the picture that normally we have like a little glass bottle. <laughs> this is a whole two liter, <laughs> and I think that's an important change that we all have to drink a third of this bottle. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're not throwing this away. This is this is valuable, valuable Fago. Cute. This could last us like three episodes, honestly. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the Osbournes part three, and we're still drinking Arctic Sun. <laughs> it's a little flat, flat as now. fuck now. Actually, I have a carbonator now. Oh, so. hell yeah. Oh. Just keep reloading this sucker. I did uh, I did order a root beer, decide not to drink it, and then recarbonate it the next hell day. Hell yeah. Perfectly. That's amazing. It's like a superpower. Is it like a soda stream? Uh, I got, um, and it's not a soda stream, it's a drink mate. Which is like a soda stream, but better because a soda stream you can only do water, and then you flavor oh. it. But the drink mate, you can put anything in it. I've made carbonated um, chai tea the other day. Oh. You can carbonate um, soda, like yeah. That's I made co- carbonated cocktails the other day. Nice. Oh, that's cool. And I'm gonna pour this blue ass. I, I hope the drink is as blue as the bottle. <laughs> the bottle on this is like it is very blue. It is the specifically the Pepsi blue, which I find interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to lift the cups up. These. Oh yeah. Do you do you, do you want me to hold the cups? Oh, that's not blue at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's sprite colored. Folks. Yeah. Full disclosure: I have tried this before, as with most Figo flavors. Um. Actually, I think this is the third Figo we've drank on here. Didn't we do Rock and Rye one week? Did we? I think we only. Or did I, I make? I think up? the only one we've done is the Firecracker one. Okay. Anyway, um, what what is y'all's first? Fago story. I remember I, I remember the first time I tried Fago. I uh I was skateboarding outside of a big lots with some random guy from my neighborhood who also owned a skateboard. Hell yeah. And uh he was like, dude, we should go into Big Lots and buy Fago. And I was like, What's Fago? And he's like, Oh my god, you've never went Fago. <laughs> and and we go in and we pull our change. Like he literally he literally has nickels. And we, yeah, and we used nickels to buy two cans of, or it was a six pack. We bought a six pack of Fago and he was like, this is going to blow your mind. It's so good. <laughs> and, and I had it and it was good, but I, but he set the expectations yeah. so high that, that it couldn't live up yeah. to it. Yeah. But Do you remember what flavor it was? It was, it was a normal flavor. I don't remember what it was, but <laughs> it was, it wasn't something cool like this. It yeah. was, it was just. One of the flavors that's just a knockoff of of normal soda, you know. Yeah. Speaking of cool like this, apparently this is a citrus flavor. That's all it describes the flavor as citrus. It's Arctic Sun. It's also got a vintage Fago logo instead of the modern one on it, which is interesting. My favorite part. It it looks so vintage. It reminds me of like for some reason it reminds me of like nineties Legos. Yeah, there's like a sunburst over their logo. It's it really feels like uh I guess I haven't sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that was me. Um, I it uh I feel like it's a mismatch of packaging though. Yeah. Granted, I haven't had it yet, but this doesn't look like a lemon lime or a citrus flavor. It looks like a like a blue raspberry type of type of gimmick. You would think the blue is throwing me off. Yeah. Yeah. And I also go with Daisy that this this design, other than the lemon lime 
could be printed on the side of like a vintage snowmobile. Yeah, snowmobile. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's real. All right, who wants to propose a toast? I feel like I've done the past few, so uh, one of y'all needs to go. Also, I don't have any ideas for this one. This this show is, has left me very uninspired. So well, I'm gonna do one to Kelly, Jack, and the entire Osborne family. Hell yeah. There we go. To their health. Yeah. To their health. They seem the most normal of who we've watched so far. Cheers. That is that is very good. Yeah, I like that a lot. I am not I mean, I had no expectations whatsoever, but I'm surprised by how much I like that. The aftertaste I don't like as much, but Generally speaking, I, I like this one a lot. I I would say this might even be one of my favorites, like that we've done so far. I which agree. is not a high bar. I guess, <laughs> True. But um it does have like a very understated like front end and it's not overly syrupy. Mm-hmm. And then it's got that nice lemon lime back taste. Yeah. <clears throat> this is one of the rarer Fago flavors. You know, you you don't see it very much. I happen to see it at uh grocery store that I have beef with so I'm not going to say the name but I happen yeah, to see it fr- at the fuck you Fred Meyer <laughs> literally <laughs> fuck you um, I happen to see it so I grabbed it um, the only other place I've seen it was Jungle Gyms which no beef with Jungle Gyms fuck love Jungle, Jungle Gyms, Gyms. Um, <clears throat> big fan but I don't know why it's it's hard to find because it's great it's good yeah how do we want to compare this Let's compare it specifically to the other Fago we've done. I know it was a while ago, but the the popsicle. I do like this a lot. I feel like I like the popsicle one more though. I like the popsicle. I think this is a little bit more drinkable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I feel like maybe the popsicle feels like more of a novelty, whereas this is more of a anytime you can yeah. bust this one out. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say like I feel like the popsicle stuck out with me as my previous favorite, mm-hmm. and so I think this one might be. My new favorite. Okay. Um, I'll tell my first Fago story if. Uh, yes, please. Actually, I, I this isn't my first Fago story because we string Fago as, as a kid. You know, um, it was it was a household staple for a while. Um, but you grew up in a juggalo home. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I mean, if they had Fago, I think we just, uh, you know, when we had soda. It was not the expensive kind up until my dad became addicted to Coca-Cola and then we always had Coca-Cola that I wasn't allowed to drink. Anyway, um, when I was in middle school, uh, my friend and I started listening to ICP, you know, heavily. And uh, and, and we wanted to, you know, there, there were Juggalo kids at our middle school, but we weren't really acquainted with Juggalo kids. Mm-hmm. But we realized we had a mutual interest there, right? And so we had his dad drive us to the O'Malley's. We picked up a few two liters, took him to school, and we were sitting there at lunch drinking the Fago, thinking like the jugglers are just going to swarm us because <laughs> we got the Fago. Didn't happen. Um, didn't really happen. I think I did end up like befriending the jugglers to some extent. They seem like friendly people. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like, Middle schoolers are middle schoolers. True. And also, I feel like juggalos are a big enough um, 
subsection of the American community that you're going to get a whole swath of people. Yeah. Especially in Indiana. Yeah. You Like, this thing people say, like, oh, Juggalos are really nice. Uh, not all of them. I'm just going to be real. Not all. Maybe maybe especially not back then. I feel like oh, now, yeah. I feel like nowadays Juggalos have a very different ICP in general has a very different reputation now than they did back then. Yeah. I've seen people do discussions on like how ICP is the biggest uh leftist uh, movement within like yeah. American subculture. They literally said fuck Oh, he also said fuck the FBI. I'm still mad at the FBI in <laughs> in that freestyle. Yeah, cuz they yeah. tried to classify him as a gang. Yeah. There's a documentary about that I've been yeah, actually. the gang stuff is way more fucked up than like you know what I realized as when when that first came out it was probably like 2010 or but something. There was real gang activity, but from what I understand, it had nothing to do with actual ICP. It was just people being like, "Oh, we're we're doing this now." Yeah, and the thing was that they were using like tattoos and like stickers and like you know like basically the Hatchet Man was like assigned as like a gang signal symbol, which was really had a lot of negative impacts which i mean that can be a whole conversation about like why are we why is this whole gang thing even you know which then we can talk about the whole criminal justice system but for sure it had a lot of direct impact on on juggalos that were in trouble with the law or even not in trouble with the law yet getting in trouble with the law because they had gang tattoos or whatever I think that's why uh, Violent J and Shaggy Tudo fought it so hard. Yeah. Because they were like, this is actually affecting the lives of our fans. Yep. And uh, Steve-O actually has a Hatchet Man tattoo now. Oh. Because of cool. that. He he seems like, the of all the jackass people, I think he's the one I would most want to hang out yeah. with. Um, Violent J's been on his podcast once and just was on it again, but I haven't watched the video yet. So what are we rating this? Sorry. No, you're good. Rambling about. I like the tangents. I'm I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. That's actually exactly what I was thinking too. It's it's good. Yeah, um, which I think is the highest rating. It's the highest I've done. I don't know about either of you, but I don't remember. But yeah. probably my highest. I need to be keeping a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, eight sounds good to me. I'm I'm willing to be in agreement. I I think that's maybe this is the second time we've been in agreement. On, yeah. Uh, on a soda. What was the other one? Barf. I think we all just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we none of us liked Barf. Uh, yeah, so this one is a buy, folks. The Fago Arctic Sun, if you can find it, which you might not be able to because Daisy won't tell us where she bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Meyer, but oh, it was Meyer. Yeah, okay. but okay. That being said, fuck Meyer because every fucking time I go there, cart locks up when I'm in the store or like when I, you know, at some point the cart locks up. I'm not stealing, but who cares if I was? Why is the cart locking up? Yeah, people should be allowed to steal shopping carts anyway. Like, exactly. People actually use those. Exactly. You know? People who are in need really do use those yeah. to carry all their if stuff If you want around. your fucking shopping cart back so bad, go find it. Yeah. The other thing is when I'm scanning, something doesn't scan. I try and scan it again. The, the U-scan ch- shuts down, freaks out, and acts like I'm trying to steal something. And then the worker has to come over and press a bunch of buttons. It's embarrassing. Waste of time. Waste of my time. Waste of the worker's time. Waste everybody's time. Fuck you, Meyer. There we go. You just you just cut a wrestling promo on Meyer. I love it. <laughs> um, Hunter, what's your least favorite grocery store? Uh, least favorite? Yeah. I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm going to say Whole Foods. That's mine, too overpriced fucking Amazon food. 
I yeah, exactly. I hate that uh, Amazon owns it. Like Fresh Time is the same thing, but way cheaper too. Yeah, uh, sure which is a lot for saying for Fresh Time because they are not ch- a cheap grocery store. A hell of a lot cheaper than uh, I mean they're not as cheap as like Kroger, but they're hell of a lot cheaper than Whole Foods. Um, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, uh, she's get, she's getting another pour, folks. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take a top off. I think what I can't remember what we did last time, but I don't think we finished it. And and this one we're uh, we're actually finishing finishing uh, it. That la- might be because the last one had caffeine, though. No, the last one was pineapple. Was the oh, pineapple right. Pepsi, and we all hated it. That's right. That's we're all right. very disappointed. Yeah, Little Caesars really dropped the ball on that one. I would have drank a little more of the pineapple Pepsi, John. You want? Uh, I will take a little more. Yes, thank you. I would have drank more of the pineapple Pepsi if it wasn't a work night for me. Yeah, if it wasn't for the caffeine. Uh, funny story about. Sorry, I'll shut the fuck up about the thing. People real soon. Hey, it's way more interesting than talking about the Osborne. So, so <laughs> go for it. Unfortunately. So this is not my first time having the Arctic Sun. I'll confess, on this on the cam, cam. <laughs> off cam actually. Uh, uh, the first time. Well, okay, I've had it twice before. I know. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I knew it'd be good for the show. Anyway, first time I had it, I thought I remember getting so fucking caffeinated over it, right? Like I was like, oh, I'm so charged up. This has got to have so much sugar in it because I am fucking charged up right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but there's no caffeine, right? There's no caffeine. Oh, it says right there. Yeah. But I I guess this second time I had it. I bought a two liter and I thought, I think I was working from home or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was doing a training from home. So I was home all week and I was like, oh, I'm going to pound this two liter out. Like I'm home all week instead of, you know, making coffee or whatever. I'm going to use this for caffeine. Like day three, I've got like a horrible, horrible headache. And I'm like, I don't know why I have this headache. Like, am I getting sick? Like all this stuff I'm doing COVID tests. Finally, I look at the bottle and realize it says it's caffeine-free. I just, I'm having caffeine withdrawal. That's why I have this monster headache. Oh, yeah. So it was all Fago caffeine-free or just this no, one? No, just this one. Interesting. They got Moon Mist has caffeine. Fago Cola has caffeine. Or like most Fago, I am not a Moon Mist fan. Is that really? like their Mountain Dew one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I This might be a crazy fucking take, but base Mountain Dew, I'd rather drink Moon Mist. Base Mountain Dew is bad too. Yeah, I don't know how I like drank as much Mountain Dew as a teenager as I did. <laughs> I tried a regular Mountain Dew recently, and it was horrifying experience. Unflavored Mountain Dew, just not good. Y'all ever, uh, y'all remember Citrus Drop? Yeah, unfortunately, that was big with uh, <sighs> our, our crew back in the day. The Citrus Drop Extreme. Yeah. yeah. I think the the picture on our on the venue's website for a while was was <laughs> Steven, the venue owner, with like a citrus drop box on his head. Um, <clears throat> That's funny because like Fago and big you know big K soda or whatever. I was fucking drinking that shit for so long, and then like I met you guys and you guys were drinking the big K soda. I was oh, like, yeah, man, I'm right at home here. <laughs> yep. Well, they everyone called us the pop punk juggalos. So <laughs> so there you go. Do y'all want to get into this second? I mean, I know nobody wants to get into this second <laughs> episode, but should we just get it over with? I yeah. actually, I like the second episode more than the first, just to be fair. I feel like it picked up a little bit. At least it had a little more steam. Yeah. There's a little more through line through the episode, but. It's called uh, Bark at the Moon. Um, 
Ozzy in the beginning is complaining about how uh, it's fucking Dr. Doolittle up in here, and we get a montage of all the Osborns, <laughs> tiny dogs. Too um, many dogs. Too they got many a lot dogs. of dogs. And I think at least one cat, two cats by the end of the episode. Um, we open on the Osborns trying to figure out how a vacuum cleaner works. <laughs> Kelly figures it out without much problem, and uh, Sharon seems elated to be able to vacuum. Uh, they, they see... In this regard, they seem a lot more normal than like the Kardashians, for example. Oh yeah, remember Keep... remember when uh Chris was trying to pump gas and she was oh, like, "This yeah. is so funny." I'm like a poor person. The the Jenners have probably never operated a vacuum. No, Kim and Chloe and Courtney probably did in the early days, but I think uh, Kylie and Kylie and Kendall never Kendall have never never operated a vacuum. No. Kendall's never even chopped a cucumber. <laughs> she has. That, she just didn't do it right. That, that's a deep cut for all you uh, longtime Confession Camp <laughs> listeners out there. Um, so Kelly wants to adopt a, a cat, and, and Ozzy is just begging Sharon not to let her get it. Just like, Sharon, please. <laughs> Every time you think this conversation is over, Ozzy uh, just brings it back and is like, no, hey, come back over here. Don't let her get Don't that cat, please. That um, part was pretty funny, honestly. Yeah, also, right before that happens, when when Sharon's vacuuming, I just want to say, Ozzy is sitting on the couch while she's vacuuming. Instead of like getting the fuck up and going somewhere else in their massive house, he's just like, "Why you turn the vacuum off?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Dog, just walk away." Mm-hmm. He's, I, you know, I missed that. Was he just annoyed by the noise or what? Yeah, yeah, he's. Like the whole time he's talking about how much he hates the noise of the vacuum, and then he's like, "You have a mansion, like oh, yeah, <laughs> go that's any- the whole point. Go of anywhere else. A go watch the History Channel in your room." Um, Sharon introduces all the animals. The, the only one that stuck with me was there was one named Martini, who she described as the gay one. Yeah, love love a gay Martini. Uh, I was trying to figure out how to cut that so that it, it could be like us, and I would be the gay one. <laughs> um. That that one might make a good sound drop, actually. <laughs> I am getting my soundboard set up for my for my Hell YouTube yeah. show. Maybe I can um, also uh, figure out how to set up two separate soundboards and save a different one to it, so we can yeah, use it you here. Should be able to make presets. Yeah. Um, Ozzy finds dark dog pee on the carpet and loses his shit. <laughs> he he calls the dog a terrorist, and remember, this is two thousand two, so that's like the worst insult you could call someone in two thousand two. Yeah, I think he says like. Bin Laden or something like that. Oh, I missed that. I I just heard him say that dog is a terrorist. Um, Ozzy hates these dogs. Oh, see, I I think it's just Ozzy slurring, but I thought he just said that dog's a terror. Oh, I th- I, I, I could have sworn he said terrorist. He probably did. Yeah. It's two thousand three. Yeah, but like I I am more highlighting the fact that it's even while we're trying, it's kind of sometimes impossible to understand what that man is saying. Yeah, and and like we were saying earlier, it's also hard to understand what the hell's going on in this show. Because um, the next thing I have is the kids go out with their friends. Um, they tell Kelly, "Don't drink." Uh, she's like, "I'm not going to drink. I'm the I'm the designated driver." We see Kelly get pulled over. We don't really know what the fuck happens. Is, is it is it implied here that she got a DUI or what? No, 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 no. I think they are trying to imply that something happened, but then like you immediately get a bland explanation. It's yeah, it's very quick. It's like boom, she's in the car. Boom, they're back at the house. And then she's like, Oh, I didn't stop at a stop sign or something like that. 
it just feels like filler. Like they didn't have enough. Yeah. It was, if failure to come to a complete stop is what the what she reads off the letter yeah. they get. Also, can we talk about who one of the friends was? Did yeah, that's you guys catch fucking that? Elijah Wood. What? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You didn't notice that? I did not notice that. <laughs> he was. This was like when Lord of the Rings came yeah, out. Yeah, too, this right? was like, I think. I think Fellowship was like 2001, right? Yeah. So this was like his peak of fame, isn't it? I mean, he hasn't really done that much since Lord of the Rings, has he? I don't think so. Which is interesting, though, because they don't make any sort of deal about who he is at all. If I remember specifically, our friends coming. We're just with supposed us, to know that it's Elijah Wood. I don't even think they really care. Like they, I think he, they legitimately may have just been friends because, like, they, oh, we're going out with our friend today. He's so and so's brother. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's how. Oh, that's how he introduces himself. Is he's like, oh, I'm. I think he's one of her friend's sister's brother, or something like that. Wow. But yeah, I, I, it, it was almost the end of that interaction where I was like, wait a, wait a second, and I just scrolled back to the very beginning, the very beginning of when he shows up, and he's like, I'm Elijah, and uh, yeah, he's the one that goes, or he says like, what's the, what's the dog's name? He's uh, like, that's a strange name. Lola. Lola's a strange name for that dog or something. Oh, that was Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. It's weird that they didn't call attention to that because the Osbournes, especially Jack and Ozzy, seem like people who would love Lord of the Rings. Like they right. seem, they seem like people that, especially back then, like that's a show they would probably. They walk watch. around the house with swords and daggers. Exactly, they're basically living it. Exactly, yeah. But um, they also, I mean, since they're famous and they're around so many famous people, I also understand. They're just not phased by it. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, there's a lot. Um. The camera zooms in on a dog taking a massive shit on the floor while Ozzy's watching the History Channel again. Um, That's what I hate about this episode more than anything. I know there'll be more. There's so much fucking dog shit so on everything. <laughs> like, I too would get rid of those dogs if it were my house. Like, there's too much dog piss on everything in this house. I really want to believe that this was like a week worth of filming and they just cut in all these different shots of the dogs pissing and shitting. Because if it's if it's not if that's like really like it's really it's really two do- out of the like dozen dogs that they have it's really two dogs that are the that are the culprit it's uh it's Lola Lola's shitting everywhere and then there's one dog that takes there's one other dog that takes a leak yeah. somewhere I have to say if I was super rich and had a mansion and nine dogs I would simply pay someone to Clean watch up. the dogs at all times yeah or, or just. Have a fence in backyard that they can go just piss in the yeah. grass when they need get to. Get a fucking right. doggy door. Let them, yeah. Um, Many solutions. My favorite part. Oh, sorry. What were you I'll say, say Ozzy's just yelling like, you just got to get up at 7 a.m. and right. let them out. It's just why like, don't you get up, Ozzy? <laughs> that or just like, why isn't there just like a doggy door? Yeah. Although it is implied <clears throat> that like Jack and um, some of the others mentioned singular dogs as, oh, that's my dog. Yeah. So the implication is like all five of them have their own yeah. dog. And so maybe the expectation is like you all take care of your own dog. I think Ozzy, I think the vibe I got was Ozzy is like, these dogs are not my problem. If you guys want dogs, you need to let them out yeah. so that they can go Which to the is kind of fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although he is the one that went to bat for Lola later on. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But my favorite part of this episode was when uh, the kids go out to see Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> new band. And as soon as they get back, Kelly just goes, that band fucking sucked. Yeah. 
Which, as a as a certified Billy Corgan hater, I I thought that was very funny. I'm also a Smashing Pumpkins hater. Like I find his yeah. voice insanely annoying. We... <laughs> uh, I what I didn't know, guys. This will be probably a an interesting little little factoid tidbit. Um, I guess Sharon was managing Billy Corgan. At oh, the time. okay. Or around that time. Uh, oh wait, no. In two thousand, Osborne resigned from managing the Smashing Pumpkins. So she was she was managing them at one time though. She was. Oh wow. Which is funny. Here's a quote. It was with great pride and enthusiasm that I took on management of the Pumpkins back in October, but unfortunately, I must resign due to medical reasons. Billy Corgan was making me sick. Hey. <laughs> that rocks. Um, so, <clears throat> I, I, there's maybe some some history there that we we didn't have. That, maybe some beef. And then Kelly, you know, rightfully so, maybe taking her mom's side on that one. Yeah. Because when she says it sucks, her mom is like, "You're just biased." Oh yeah. And then she's like, "No, it sounded like right. elevator music." <laughs> <laughs> That was very, that's a great roast. Sounded like elevator music. I mean, I've heard that Billy Corgan is a dick. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, he's like, he was in that weird category of Trump guys that other Trump guys don't want, don't acknowledge or want to be into. He's a, you know? I didn't know he was a Trump guy. I thought he was like a super weirdo. I mean, I'm not surprised, but, um, but I didn't know that. But, uh, I just heard he was an asshole, kind of like Danzig. I'm pretty sure Starfuckers Incorporated is about um, Billy Corgan. I would not be surprised. It's a Nine Inch Nails song for oh, gotcha. Anyone who doesn't know, see, I'd always heard it was about Marilyn Manson. I think it's about both of them, actually. That makes a lot. Of I sense. think she's got her Nine Inch Nails shirt on. I think as we speak in in the music video, uh, Trent Reznor or somebody is like throwing like baseballs at like. Tramor, or, uh, uh, Marilyn Manson and Billy Corgan, who both turn out to be shitty people. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people from that music scene kind of tended out to be. Yeah. Like, and we don't have to get all into that, but. Yeah. If, if, if we ever get Trent Reznor allegations, I'm, mm. I'll be devastated. I think the closest we got is that he toured with Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Manson was doing shitty stuff. Yeah. And didn't do or say much about it, but it's hard to tell how much he knew mm-hmm. and how much is hearsay. Yeah. But I know they did tour together at the height of Marilyn Manson's shitheadedness. Yeah, I wish I wish he would have came out and said something when like all the stuff really became public. He should have came out and said like, hey, he also, this guy. He also never makes public statements. Yeah. He's like very... He's a very private guy. Yeah. yeah. I wish he would... Especially considering like how politically active he was for a minute, I I wish that he was a little bit more socially active. Yeah, I mean when it comes to like abusers and stuff, but you know, it's also one of those things you never know how much someone actually knew. Yeah, if he found him annoying, who knows? He could have been like, all right, well I'm going to my hotel room. That's what I would do if I had to tour with. I don't know about Marilyn Manson, but Billy Cor. If I had a tour with Billy Corgan, I'd probably just hang out in my hotel room the whole time. <clears throat> and Marilyn Manson too. Now that I know like that shit about him, but- Marilyn Manson specifically is such a shithead that him and um, Rob Zombie basically had the same band. 
like the mm-hmm. people playing music for them. A lot of it was written by like John Five, a guitarist who's played for a ton of stuff. So they shared band members. So that's why they toured together a lot. But they like would get into fights every single night about who would headline to where the tours they had to alternate back and forth. And there's like video of them on stage yelling at each other like, Damn. no, I'm playing first. You're playing first. Wow. Bullshit. That's wild. So like, I don't know if that's just Manson being insane or if they both suck. Although I've heard people seem to like Rob Zombie. So I hope Rob Zombie's not uh, yeah. canceling. I, uh, I don't want to look it up. I mean, I don't think he's canceled. I've seen his movies, and like, he's got some like wild taste. But from what I understand, he seems like an okay guy to work with and be around. Yeah, I mean, he he's definitely a misogynist. Like, I I feel comfortable saying that just listening to his music. But I I mean, there's a I don't know. You you could be a misogynist and not an abuser, and you know. And maybe I mean maybe he's different now i don't i mean like because uh, i feel like misogyny was just so normal i mean the yeah the, uh what's that band um why am I, the famous rap group i'm blank beastie boys remember yeah. remember girls like that that song was on the radio oh, it yeah. probably still is on the radio honestly but um, i don't know why that song is so fucking annoying <laughs> i don't care about the lyrics it's just that fucking like little marimba or whatever <laughs> I, do, 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 do. yeah it's super fucking annoying but um you listen to the lyrics now, and you're like, "Holy shit! How did they get away with this?" Oh, uh, I'm starting to remember. It's like girls to do the dishes, girls to clean up my room. <clears throat> yeah, girls to do the laundry. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty fun. I don't know. I feel like Rob Zombie though is just sleazy. I don't know how, but because he's really into vintage shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of his movies feel like they're like from the '70s. Like he's got. He's, uh, what's his name? The guy who did Kill Bill and all that. Uh, uh, Tarantino. Tarantino. He, he, they've got that similar, like, grindhouse movie uh, aesthetic okay. vibe to it. Where, it, but, like, we all know Tarantino's actually, like, a weird creep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's he's one of those guys that's, like, specifically casts himself in roles where he's, for his fetish, like, having Selma Hayek put her whole foot in his mouth. And, oh, yeah. I saw um, that meme, and, like, pour tequila down her leg or something. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. What is it that makes Rob Zombie charming and Quentin Tarantino an absolute creep? I would say probably a combination of success and self-awareness. Whereas, like, I feel like Tarantino's got a lot of undue success. Like, I think a lot of his movies fucking suck. And Mm. I feel like he doesn't get why people think what he does is weird. Whereas, like, Rob Zombie knows... That like he's making weird like kind of art house self awareness. It sounds yeah like yeah like I said success yeah. and self awareness yeah. like the whatever one night in Hollywood or whatever the once upon a time once in Hollywood time, is yeah. one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's <laughs> so long and it's all just like Hollywood dick writing. Like we made it. This is all about our history, guys, and it fucking sucks. I liked Kill Bill. I thought that movie was fun. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, I feel like Rob Zombie makes art about sex that he's had and Quentin Tarantino makes se- <laughs> art about <laughs> sex that he wants to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, not to body shame or anything, but Tarantino kind of just has a creepy looking face. Like, he has a creepy guy face. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's... So maybe some of it... He's got a vibe. Maybe I, some of it is a little unfair because he, he does have, like, a face where you would look at it and be, you know... I feel like he If you put a- him next to Rob Zombie and say which of these guys <laughs> is a creep... 
you'd choose Tarantino just by looking at him. You I know? think he, I think I, I know we said he lacks self awareness, but he does put himself in like the role of creepy dudes in his movies. It's not like yeah. he puts himself in the room rule role of like the charming guy That's who's true. a stripper. He yeah. likes. He's always like the weird Weasley dude. So maybe he knows a little more than he lets on. But uh, but is an indulgent like you know like his yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he giving himself a free pass to be a sleazy dude? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I have two more notes about this goddamn show, and then we can uh, <laughs> and then we can stop talking about the Osbournes. Um, like I said earlier, they so Sharon decides to get rid of Lola because she shat on the floor, but Ozzy, of all people, begs Sharon not to get rid of Lola because he says he loves her. So Ozzy, Ozzy doesn't hate these dogs as much as he's letting on, um, as much as he's implying, I mean. Uh, Sharon brings in a dog trainer right before the dog trainer leaves. Lola goes potty on the floor again, right in front of the dog trainer. And that's all I've got. It's such yeah. a wild move. It is. Yeah. But then the trainer's like, we haven't worked on housebreaking yet. Yeah. I'll do that late next. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like when my, my partner has cats. We just moved in together. And like when, when the cats like knock over water or whatever, I'm like, you, that there was nothing to that except just being an being asshole. Being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when cats do that. Um, I don't have anything else to say about this goddamn show. Do we want to keep doing this one, or do we want to move on to a different show? What do we think? What's the? I'm good with whatever y'all want. I'm do. willing to give it another uh, another two episodes, maybe. Yeah. Let's yeah. give another two episodes. We'll see what we think. And if you're a viewer and you're a big fan of this and you want us to keep going, let us know. Or if you find the show really boring and wants to talk about something else, give us a call. Let us know, because mm-hmm. uh, y'all the ones who's got to listen to us talk about it. So. That's true. I, I've he, I've seen a lot of clips from this show. Um, I used to be a prank <coughs> caller back in the day with the soundboards. <laughs> I remember there's a lot of good clips. I had Nazi Osborne soundboard from the show that was pretty funny. Uh, so there are some memorable quotes. The soundboard. I, I don't. I don't know if they got uh, Ozzy Osbourne like going more. The producers are like, all right, this show's mostly about you. You yeah. gotta like be involved or what? Mm-hmm. But I do think that we we got more like Ozzy character in the season two episode one uh, that I watched by accident than than what we was that the so one where far. she's going to the VMAs? Yeah, and he's going to the president's house. Yes, jo- uh, George W. Uh, noted war criminal George W. <laughs> that one is really funny because. At the beginning of the episode, they're like, he's going to eat, they're going to eat dinner with the president. (laughs) And first of all, all. I'm like, I don't know, like, I didn't know what year this was. I didn't know if it was going to be Bush or Obama. But second of all, they get there, there's like thousand people there. Yeah. I think it was like, it looks like it was like the White House Correspondents Dinner or something, something along those those lines. One of those charity dinners they have too, probably, where like, you pay like $5,000 plus for a plate of food and they have like some mediocre entertainers there and yeah you get to take your picture with the president and Sharon goes do you like Bush or something like that and Ozzy goes I don't know I haven't met him (laughs) (laughs) which is like the perfect British guy response yeah like he does live in the US but it's clear that they've barely lived here he's like I don't know yeah right Zero opinion on George Bush in 2002 is insane. One one thing that we both had in common was me at seven years old and Ozzy Osbourne. At like 71 years yeah. old. Having zero opinion about George Bush. Because um, that was like when jo- everyone loved George Bush in 2002, right? 
Well, I mean, I feel like right after nine eleven, it was there was like this big rally around rah rah America. Type yeah, of thing. there was yeah. a lot of that, and then there was a lot of like fuck this guy. Yeah, from well, because like, like the Dixie Chicks got canceled for saying fuck George Bush. Yeah, and then Green Day wrote a whole album that was like fuck <laughs> George Bush, and I guess they I, I was like their most popular album, but there were also people that were mad about it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it was a weird completely different world than the one we live in now that's, that's for goddamn sure um because it's weird that george bush also was nominated as like a pro schools moderate republican that was like most of what he was running as he's like mm-hmm. you know i'm a republican but like i want to meet in the middle and like we need to help our teachers out that's why and- my, that's why my parents hated him because my parents were like no fuck teachers <laughs> <laughs> but no child left behind we we left a lot of fucking kids behind. Yeah, it yeah. didn't really work out so well. Well, anyway, if we have any other tangents we want to go on or stuff we want to talk about. Uh, I'm good now. I got to make fun of Billy Corgan and Tarantino. I think it's a good episode. All right. Wait, I said something before we started recording. Now I can't remember. Oh, Confession Cam is now <laughs> enhanced with AI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our voice that you're listening to has been fed through artificial intelligence. None of this is real. None of this is real. We we had Chat GPT write this yeah. <laughs> this whole episode. We just made we forced Chat GPT to watch the Osbournes in our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and Chat GPT could come up with barely anything to say about it. This I actually do want feedback on. Does do our voices sound better? Do they sound worse? Yeah, we are we we're being facetious when we say like we're having chat gbt right but we, we uh daisy is gonna feed it through like some ai program thing that's supposedly gonna help the sound quality be better or something yeah. like that but yeah i i it's hard for me to tell if it actually is better or not so just let us know let us know and there's like a one to a hundred percent on this thing so yeah well just let us know all right uh i think that's all i got uh you can leave us a message if you want to, um, the number is, I should have pulled it up before, 317-296-3247. Leave us a message, send us a text, whatever you want. Hit us up on Instagram, confession.cam. I don't even think we're on X anymore because fuck X, fuck yeah. Elon Musk. We yeah. have it, um, but I don't post super often. Yeah. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, if anybody's out there and you can like remake Twitter and make it good again. Hey, Blue Sky's all right. Really? You know, you, you want an invite code? You got to help me out with Blue Sky because all I'm getting is like furries and people horny about video games. There's a lot of furries on Blue Sky. I don't understand why. but I, I think I, I know I commented that it was just pure animal instinct, but I think uh, the entire furry, furry community kind of disagreed <clears throat> that, yep, we're out of here. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, and also because it's invite only, it's like people inviting their friends. So I can see yeah. like certain communities gaining more of a presence there pretty fast. Yeah. But I do want to invite. I definitely, I saw people posting about Blue Sky and I thought that was like a, like craft soda or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of. It is. Uh, I used to, I think they got bought out. I don't think they exist anymore, but. Yeah, Blue Sky natural soda. Um, Stuff tastes like ass. It's better. It's it's better than Threads. I can say that. Um, I I never got on Threads because 
they wanted you could only make an account through the app and then you can't delete it i didn't even know that when i got annoyed but i like to use social media on my computer because i like to block the ads i'm a piece of shit i don't care i don't whatever i don't think that's a piece i think that's totally fine it's a billion dollar company who cares yeah Blue Sky got bought out by um, Coca-Cola as well as Hanson's Natural Sodas, yeah. and they stopped all production. Damn. Hey, I think I'm going to go ahead and close this out, and then we can we can just keep chit-chatting. Sorry. This is a soda show <laughs> just as much as is a reality show. Absolutely. Hey, need like a ramble button. Yeah. Stop fucking rambling. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hugs and kisses. Ciao.